This is JMJ Real Talk with Josh, Maria, and Jolene. Welcome back. This is episode 22. I cannot believe that we are on al- already on episode 22. <laughs> Holy cromoly, people. Anyways, this is episode 22. It is all about mental models. And no, this is not going mental. <laughs> it's about switching your mental mindset. So first off, what are mental models? When I think of mental models, I think of our view of our world, our own perspectives, and like the negative self-talk that we have and all those stories that we make up in our mind perfect <laughs> do you have anything to add i think you're right right going right along with that i think mental models is all about what's going on going on in our brain how do we respond versus react to certain situations and i and i think that the thing that you said that was the most key was also about our internal speech whatever happens inside our head typically comes out you know that old saying like oh my mother just came out of my mouth or my grandma yeah that is that is the piece that we have to work on upgrading in order to be able to respond in a way that is more mindful and so mental models is how do i view myself mentally physically so that i can help to teach others to have a better mental model of themselves well in ourselves too i mean i need to work on that so maya angelo says do the best you can until you know better then when you know better do better and i feel like that has a lot to do with our mental model and that that mom coming out (laughs) trying not to do that as often or um saying things that were just like oh man i know i shouldn't have said that i don't i that that just automatically come came out so maybe thinking before we speak would be a better thing how do you upgrade your mental model reflecting on how you see yourself in the world and the thoughts that you say to yourself on a daily basis. So when you think something negative, you can say, okay, why do I think that? And then create a more positive story. And I I really think that pausing, like you talked about pausing before and reflecting and thinking about it first, not having diarrhea of the mouth where it just comes out, you know, having that reflection time. I know that I've I've gotten a little bit better. <laughs> I'm not totally 100% great at this, but I've gotten a little bit better uh, over the years by just having that moment where it's like, no, I'm not going to say that. No, no. I think that some of it is when you say something that is not intended in the way that you the way it came out and you correct yourself you know so let's say we're interacting with a, with a kid and something goes wrong and we say something that we didn't mean like I can't believe you still are doing this I already told you 17 times and and you know that that's not the right way so you just switch it and you say let me take a moment let me take a breath let me try this again because then you're showing not only that you're working on upgrading your internal speech and your mental model of how to respond to upset Mm -hmm. but you're also showing that child that it's okay to make a mistake Mm -hmm. and say oh that's not the way I want to talk to you let me fix it here's what I wanted to say and I think it's important that when we do that it also then corrects our own mind frame and allows us to deepen our knowledge of that. Yeah, because we know that, I mean, obviously you're not going to be able to do it 100% of the time, but if we can just do it a little bit of of the time, that's going to make that change within us. And we know that practice makes permanent. So if you're if you're willing to practice uh, this with yourself and being a little bit more uh, loving 
of yourself. And because uh, I, I, we always talk about how we need to be forgiving towards others, but we also need to be forgiving towards ourselves. Okay, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna share a little personal story about how I went through this process about changing my mental model with the relationship that I have with my dad. Um, I always grew up thinking that he didn't love me or didn't care about me and because he never told me that he loved me and and then I reflected on that and I thought about you know his actions and how he treats me and then it's like he does love you and the reason why he never said it is because when he was little that wasn't told to him so I had to come up with that realization in my mind to upgrade that story to say yes he does love me he doesn't have to say those words in order for me to know that so it's about changing that story that internal story you see what's happening in front of you and you have that that view of well everybody else says this or everybody else does this but this person doesn't how can you change that story so that you know the truth because you know the truth but you have to upgrade that story in your head so that you feel more comfortable and safer i love that i love how you put that you upgraded it i oh man that is powerful to be able to do that because it love is such a is is something that i probably give a little bit too freely i know that I remember, I remember when that I can have two meanings. <laughs> okay, well, but I remember, like, I think it was like we just like started to become friends. But I remember I ended a phone call with you, which oh, I love you, <laughs> love you. And I was like, oh crap, Why did, I didn't mean to say it that soon. We've all had that conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love you. Oh, oh okay, oh. yeah, awkward, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, so being able to make that switch and upgrade for something that is is seen and you hear on TV a lot and you hear it in the in your, you know, just out in public, that is like a huge thing to be able to make that upgrade to know that, yes, your dad does love you. He just shows it in a different way. Right. He doesn't verbalize it. So this really kind of plays into our our next question of how does mental models or how do mental models affect your perspective? Well, sometimes they can make us a little bit stuck, kind of like we're stuck in the mud and we can't get out. And, And sometimes they can give us that overwhelming feeling that we can't get out and we can't move on from it. I know I've felt that way before where it's just like, I I know I'm not going to be able to get through this. I know I'm not going to be able to move on from how I'm perceiving the world around me that is going. And I feel like that time is something that's really helpful with that. Being able to take the time, having time just, you know, go by to where you can be really reflective on it. But I'm not sure if I just answered the question. (laughs) Did I? I don't think I did. Did I? I'm not sure. I think you did. I think that when we're looking at perspective, it's, it's how we view the world. Right. And so our mental model, the way that we talk about ourselves, the way that we interact with others around us, the way that we perceive things is going to place a judgment or a view or it could be a mindfulness thing on the world around us. Mm -hmm. It's also going to place a view on how things come and affect me. So if I'm noticing that the story you shared, uh, the story you shared in episode 21 about letting it be and with having somebody who maybe had something else going on in their Mm -hmm. in their life and they they, you know, kind of snubbed you the one meeting. But then the very next time they're like all up in your business going, hey, 
how's it going? I missed you. I've, you know, all this stuff. When you look at that first instance where they kind of snub you, if your mental model is nobody loves me, everybody hates me, I'm the worst person in the world. Guess I'll eat some worms. Yeah. Then you are going to see that that person is the one who caused that to you. Right. But if your mental model, that's the way perceiving the world is against you. But if your mental model is one with positive intent and being able to switch that story and upgrade that story to saying, you must have something else going on in your life. That's not the way you typically interact with me. You're going to automatically have that upper hand with letting things be. Mm-hmm. The upgrade. Also being able to upgrade quicker so that you can say, you know what? I'm just going to hold them in space today. I'm going to hold them in my heart so that they know that they are cared for because I got myself right now. They need somebody to get them. And I think the reality of knowing that your perception is different than my perception. And I always think back of that time when Maria came to my house at six in the morning (laughs) and was like, I am so sorry for what I said. I would you please forgive me? And I was like, what? I I don't even know <laughs> you what you didn't said. Even remember? I don't remember what you said. <laughs> remember, I have no working memory, so uh, I don't even remember what you said. I told you how to fix that. Uh, I don't even remember what you said, and so I'm totally okay. But she was able to communicate her perception because she was afraid that her perception was my perception. So it's it's great to use that communication, but also to realize that what the whatever just happened, the other person might not perceive it in the way that you are perceiving. And that could be a good thing or a bad thing. I could be like totally positive over here and be like, oh, this is great. And then you're like, no, this sucks. I can't believe she just did that, you know? And so it could go either way. So I think that communication is, is really healthy. Well, and for me, I feel that mental models affect all your relationships. So on how you view yourself, it's like, well, do they view me the same way or feeling, well, they all see me that way. So that's kind of a scary thing to say. (laughs) But it affects affects your everyday life because every encounter you're either thinking of your negative self-talk or or the upgrade. Which can play into every relationship. I mean, if you are having negative thoughts about yourself, your outward appearance is going to be of those thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so if you're constantly saying, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm not smart enough, I'm stupid, your body is going to shift into believing that. And so your posture is not going to be the posture that you would want. Your face is not going to say, I'm happy, I'm welcoming, I'm all of this. It's going to say, screw you. Because (laughs) I feel that in my core and but stay when away we, yeah stay away but when we upgrade that mental model to say you know what deep down i may think that i'm stupid and i'm ugly and i'm fat but i'm going to consciously tell myself every day that you're handsome you're brilliant and you're amazing you're kind and you're smart and that you got this you can do this because i think that's a lot of perception at least for me is like gosh i don't know if i could do this i don't know if i'm even making a difference why why should i keep going i mean like you know i mean not that sounds very dark but <laughs> dark and twisty but it's why should you continue going on the journey of upgrading your mental model right basically right. is what you're saying yeah and it and so we all need to give ourselves a break as well as others give each other grace yes one just little tidbit don't call somebody else out on their upgrading of their mental model though like make sure that you are helping with it by showing them that they feel that way but don't be like you shouldn't do that you shouldn't do that don't say that don't say that don't do that don't you know encourage them to find things about themselves that they do like encourage them to find things that are helpful to upgrading that mental model so that they can continue 
with the pieces that they don't see yet. You know, I and I'm I'm struggling with this with with some kids that, you know, they're constantly saying, oh, I'm an idiot or I'm dumb or I'm not as good as so and so. And my initial response was, don't say that. We don't say that about ourselves. Mm -hmm. You are kind. You are brilliant. Okay, but I'm saying those things about them. That's not something that they see. So instead, we're going to encourage them to say, what is something that you're good at? Well, I'm good at drawing. You are good at drawing. Well, I'm good at playing soccer. You are good at playing soccer. You are a def- defender and you help to block the ball from going into the goal. Um, I'm good at reading. You are good at reading. Do you remember that book that you read to me yesterday? Validating, I hate that word because we shouldn't have to validate when it's about ourselves, but encouraging, I guess, that, that positive self-talk is what's important for our kids these days. We have to say, instead of saying, don't talk like that, what's something you are good at? Right now, you don't feel like you're smart, but what is something you're good at? You know, kind of accepting what they said, but then moving through and helping them to shift that story. Right. How do you work to understand others' mental models? I think just like communication. I mean, talking to them and trying to figure out, you know, where, where is that coming from? You know, and kind of trying to figure it out without really asking, well, why do you feel that way? You know, it's just Mm -hmm. asking more questions about, well, you know, where did you grow up? And, you know, who did you live with? And, you know, Mm-hmm. And it will come out eventually. And then just having that empathy to understand what they're going through. I think that we have to work to understand somebody's mental models so that we can show them we care. If we view that everything is sunshine and rainbows mm-hmm. with somebody else, and then when they say things like, I'm an idiot, we jump to that judgment of, no, you're not. Why would you say that about yourself? Mm-hmm. But when we look at it as, you know what, I got stuff in my head that says that I'm an idiot too. And I know that's not true. And I have to work consciously to say, you know, you're smart, you can handle this. When we find how to understand others' mental models, we, I believe, dive deeper into our own mental model and how to upgrade it. And so if we can help somebody else to upgrade theirs by saying, you might feel like an idiot right now, but what's something you're good at? Well, I'm good at drinking coffee all day. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) You know what? You are. You are the best (laughs) coffee drinker I've ever met in my entire life. You know, but we don't, we have to go away from that, that judgment of, of them for the things that they think about themselves. Because me telling them different things is not going to upgrade their mental model. It's going to probably push them deeper because now it's saying, I know you better than you know yourself. Mm-hmm. Versus, well, what's something good? Or how could you shift that so that you feel more positive about yourself? You know, and, and depending on who you're talking to, whether it's a little kid, a middle kid, or a grown adult, you're going to say it in a different way. I'm not going to go up to a grown adult and be like, oh, Oh, but what's something you're good at? <laughs> <laughs> because they're going to go, screw you, go away from me. Yeah. But I'm going to be like, yeah, you know what? That You kind of messed that one up, but that doesn't mean you're awful at everything. What are you good at? What's something that's like, you know what? I really got a handle on this. And I think that that's something I think about Like if I do any coaching is that a lot of times when a coach goes in and talks to, to somebody, you're like, you kind of already feel beat down because I wouldn't need a coach if I wasn't, mm-hmm. if I was good enough. Mm-hmm. But we have to go in with this, okay, you you are struggling with this area, but let's look at all of this that you're doing amazing. Mm-hmm. Let's solidify this piece now so that you have all of this that's amazing. I think a- another key to that is to see it through empathy. So knowing that we each have our own perspectives and, you know, n- not that it's okay to think that I'm dumb or something or an idiot or someone else thinks that they're an idiot. But in that moment, that's how they're feeling. And it's okay to feel like that. But just like you said, 
reminding them that that there are other things in your life right now that are going well. Um, I guess that that's a little bit more helpful. And in order to have that conversation with someone, it, I mean, there needs to be trust. You know, you can't just go up to a random stranger and have that conversation. <laughs> but you can wish them well. Yes. How do our mental models affect our relationships? Oh, well, we kind of already touched on that um, as far as, you know, your mental model affect what you're dealing with on a daily basis. So that's going to, people are going to see that in you, but not really know why or what's going on in your life. I, I think about, I know we've talked about this before, but our friendship at the very beginning, I didn't have a very good mental model of myself <laughs> because I was going through so much and I didn't think I could, I didn't think I could give anything more to a friendship because I didn't have anything to give at the moment. So I think with relationships, it's really hard when you're not in the right state to form a new one. But when you are in the right state, you also have to realize that I don't know it's like this new ground that you're going through and you have to make sure that you realize that their perspective on what a relationship is might not match up with yours which is hard especially when you're trying to form new ones I think one of them for me is that we have to if we are not upgrading our mental model we're teaching kids that it's okay to talk about themselves in a bad way and I I know that this is kind of a far-fetched thing but I look at as you can tell through this whole thing this whole episode is that I look at my mental models as the way you talk to yourself either internally or externally and because it either comes out as judgment on others or it comes out as judgment on yourself and so I don't know how many times I've caught myself just in the last month and a half saying jokingly but not jokingly oh my gosh I feel so fat right now like I just need to lose 20 pounds and I'll feel so much better that's a mental model that needs to be upgraded I don't like the way my body looks right now what can I do to fix not I'm fat I'm gross I'm ugly you know and we say things like that all the time and we forget that little kids are hearing and then you have a little kid who says oh my gosh I'm so fat right now and it's like no you're not you had a big lunch and your belly got big like you know but we have to make sure that our mental model is upgraded so that we can teach others how to upgrade their own and instead of saying I'm fat we're gonna say I'm gonna choose not to eat that because I want to be able to feel better about myself and changing the language that we use with that so that other so that kids aren't using that language that we don't like about ourselves that we're saying about ourselves upgrading your mental model allows for a greater understanding of where people come from because of their past and their internal speech when we upgrade our own mental model, we consciously shift our internal dialogue so that we speak better to ourselves, which in turn helps to shift the way we speak to those around us. This was JMJ Real Talk. Tune in next time for more on social emotional health.